What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to episode number seven, Sit Down with Sid podcast. Today, I have a very special guest. He is the vice president of sales and marketing and branding at Jindal Steel and Power Limited. Jindal Steel and Power is one of the India's fastest growing and largest integrated steel manufacturers, significantly present in the steel power mining and infrastructure segment. Our guest has over 23 years of leadership experience in retail sales and marketing across various industries ranging from consumer durables, advertising, oil, steel, and cement. He is the winner of Chief Marketing Officer of the Year Award 2021 and the Outstanding Sales Leader of the Year Award by Inventicom. Our guest currently resides in Gurgaon, which is a city bordering New Delhi, India. For those of you who don't know, the city is India's second largest information technology and third largest financial and banking hub. Without any further ado, let's welcome our guest, Mr. Rohit Lamba. How are you, sir? How are you doing? Thank you very much, uh, indeed, Siddharth, for this uh, lovely introduction. Uh, it's great to be part of this show. Thank you for having me on your podcast. Uh, I really feel truly humbled. Uh, I would also like to extend my gratitude for extending me this opportunity to have a long discussion with you on the points which you highlighted earlier. Thank you for having me once again. I truly feel privileged. Thank you, sir. Thank you. The feeling is same. Um, so could you tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, family background, etc., where you were born, uh, if you want to take it from here? Uh, so I come from a very average family. Uh, uh, we are a set of four brothers, sisters. I was the youngest of all. And being the youngest, I also uh, ended up getting pampered a lot. Uh, that comes in the whole package. Uh, we come from very, very humble beginnings. Uh, my father initially was part of the Indian Defense Services. Later on, he took a VRS and started uh, uh, he's picked up a private job. Uh, that was uh, for me to see him in the early days. Uh, uh, developing skill sets of a new job was altogether a different experience. But um, I think uh, as, as our parents, uh, you know, they developed a, a strongly enriched uh, cultural values and ethics in us. I think for this, I really feel uh, I really feel uh, extremely, extremely thankful uh, for the kind of valuable teachings they taught us in the early part of our life. That has, I believe, really shaped up all uh, the character building of our siblings. Uh, can't thank them enough. Wow, that's awesome. Uh, so, so let me ask you, I mean, I have gone through your, you know, years of experience in professional industry and it's impeccable, you know. So, so my question is, how did you get into sales and, and was there any story or inspiration behind uh, going into this field, you know? Well, I think uh, to my mind, sales is a very result-oriented, uh, coupled with reward recognition uh, career. For me to, uh, I really actually quite honestly didn't really plan to be in sales. It just happened naturally. When I 
did my uh, MBA, I realized that though I have more uh, intelligence or finance aspect, uh, my in instincts told me, prompted me something else. Uh, they prompted me that I'm more sales oriented. I, I had better ability to connect with people, uh, to interact with uh, people from di different uh, uh, backgrounds. That was something which inherently I found uh, was a key turning point uh, where I felt that I could really add value and pick up this uh, pick up the, uh, this as a, as a career choice. Uh, so that's and you know there you are. I mean, twenty years uh, fast forward, uh, here I am. Wow. Do you do you love what you do? That's that's. I know it's a very simple question, but I think it's important for people to know. Uh, the reason I'm asking this question is because I'm also into sales and sales is not for everyone. You've got to have a thick skin to be in sales. So do you enjoy it? Do you love it? Yeah, of course. I mean, uh, it's completely performance oriented. So in sales, uh, what you do uh, emerges as results. And that measurement metric is very, very good. Uh, it really drives you to excel, uh, do better. And when I say do better, I mean better than before. So that uh, that is uh, one key characteristics uh, of the entire uh, play field, which I really enjoy. Excellent. Uh, so how long have you been with uh, Jingle, Steel & Power? I have now been uh, with them for over four years. Uh, uh, my learning curve has been extremely priceless whatever i've learned in the last one and a half years uh, is something which i really believe is uh, is is a wide expanse of knowledge bank and i really feel uh, that i'm extremely uh, lucky and fortunate to get this opportunity yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so correct me if i'm wrong here but it's one of the largest steel industry um, across Asia? Jindal uh, Steel uh, today is the seventh largest producer of steel uh, in the whole world. Uh, we are India's largest steel manufacturing company. We also happen to be India's largest exporter of steel. Uh, uh, we also happen to have a wide range of products in our portfolio. All of these are the key traits of uh, Jindal Steel. Uh, we are part of uh, $35 billion uh, steel conglomerate, uh, OP Chintra Group. Oh. Uh, so, so let me ask you now, you know, us growing up, we always have a role model, right? It changes with time to time, but there is always one who you want to be like, you want to learn from them, you want to become like them. Who is that person in your life and why? Well, uh, my role model uh, is, uh, in no uncertain terms, my father. Uh, he taught me two key lessons. One was that there's no shortcut to hard work. And he exemplified it. Uh, I saw him in close proximity, the kind of hard work he did to bring up his family. And he was always willing to learn new things. He was the first innovator I, I saw myself, I witnessed ever. Uh, who would always believe in overcoming a challenging situation of work and delivering results. And the second most important thing he taught me was perseverance. Uh, 
patience. I think that was something which really uh, changed me uh, as a person. Uh, you know, you, the early lessons one learns in life always stays with uh, the person throughout his life. These are the two key attributes which I believe has had some immense uh, contribution in shaping up my life. Later on, uh, as I started working in corporates, uh, I had a brother-in-law who also, was also working as a global president of uh, Hero uh, Corporation, uh, taught me uh, real-life lessons. They presented real-life case studies. That was, I think, uh, invigorating as a professional. Uh, I imbibed those learnings in me. Uh, so, yeah, that's how it is. Very good to know this. Uh, what do you think are the qualities and traits that makes one successful at sales? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm just trying to divert some questions now to more like, uh, you know, I'm sure, you know, everyone thinks sales is easy, you know, it's attractive. As you mentioned, it's, it's reward-based and it's mostly incentive-based. So, so with your knowledge, experience, and being one of the, uh, the outstanding sales leader of the year awards uh, person, what do you think are the qualities that makes one successful in this industry? Well, I think largely there are about eight qualities I can think of. And when I say eight, I have practiced them and I still do even today. I think the first uh, most important is to be a keen listener. I think when you listen, uh, you learn a lot. You learn about everything, uh, be it your business discussion or even if, you know, be it any personal discussion. But largely, if I see as a business leader, listening is 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 a great capability. I would really, uh, in the pecking order, I'd always keep it as number one. Number two, I think enthusiasm is very very important. Uh, enthusiasm about the project you are doing, enthusiasm, enthusiasm about the methodology you are uh, uh, adopting, enthusiasm about your customers' uh, uh, customers' needs. Uh, so I would rate again enthusiasm is very very important aspect. Uh, empathy is uh, one of the key traits. When you empathize with your customer, you get into his shoes. You understand his pain points. You understand his desperation. You understand his needs. All of that really transcends you to uh, think about solutions, which can bring a radical difference to the customer needs. Fourth, um, I would think uh, hunger, hunger to grow, hunger to do new things, hunger to innovate, hunger to challenge yourself every day, hunger to do better results. Uh, that's again, very, very important. Uh, in a fiercely competitive environment, I think uh, competitiveness uh, is something which is a very, very key trait. Uh, your ability to outsmart the competition, generating enough uh, MIS, which could help you make 
not only speedy, steady, fast decision, but also the right decisions. Um, I could also think of uh, resiliency. Sales is not about always great results. We tend to battle many challenging situations at work and there are things which are under one's control. There are things which are not under one's control. So how do you surmount those challenges and come uh, and come out as a winner is very, very important. And for that, I think the, to be resilient is most important. Uh, we may get success, we may fail, but learning lessons from failure is, is, is the most important aspect, I believe. And uh, last but not the least, I think uh, to do some value creation. Yeah. Do some value creation for yourself, do some value creation for the product line you're selling, do some value creation for your stakeholders, um, make it all encompassing. To my mind, I think these eight traits are extremely crucial. Excellent. Uh, you know, uh, I, I also want to share a couple of mine that I think uh, should be uh, considered or one must have. Uh, one is the passion for people. So this is coming from my personal experience, personal as well as professional. Uh, you have to have the passion to help people, you know. Um, as I mentioned before, you have to have a thick skin, you know. Being in sales, you constantly listen to no's, 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 no's. But I always believe this from day one, after every thousand no's, there is one yes. And that one yes can change your life. You know, it's, it's as you mentioned, the resilience, you know, to go through those thousand no's. Do you have it, you know? Last but the, not the least, I, I, have a, I have a system which I call the four O's, you know, in sales. Outperform, outlast, outshine, and outgo. So, you know, sales is a very competitive industry. So I just feel that one can always excel by being on top of the game. You know, technology, marketing trends, you know, as you mentioned, value of the product value of the service. Um, so these were some of the points uh, I wanted to add onto what you mentioned. Um, and, and I think this is, it should be a staple of someone who wants to become good at sales. You know, this is our belief coming from our personal as well as professional experience. Uh, Absolutely. So, yeah. Um, so, so let me ask you now, in these tough competitive times, you know, and also with the pandemic going on, I know uh, the morale of people kind of has gone down, right? So being, being at such a high executive position as yourself, how do you keep that? How do you keep them motivated? You know, can you name some of the best practices that you personally adopt to keep your team stay on top of the game? Uh I, as a leader, I try to mentor better. I, every day I want to become a better mentor. Mm -hmm. uh, I want to 
coach people uh, better. Uh, I always strive to connect with them intrinsically. Uh, mm-hmm. And whenever we we have team meetings, uh, the most important aspect of the team meetings is to connect and then calendarize solutions. Now, there could be four solutions or five solutions or seven solutions in the entire uh, mix of things. But identifying the problem and handle one situation at a time, that one thing, what do you do which can get all other things irrelevant at that given point in time is what, what is crucial. So there may be multiple tasks at hand, but to choose one amongst them at that given point in time, that would radically eradicate all of the things which will not be required to do that point in time is something really uh, uh, you know, delivers results. Uh, my general understanding is that one should not really try to boil the ocean. It's good to do take one step at a time. Uh, pick up one problem, try to resolve it. And so goes on the, the caravan. Uh, that's what I believe. So, yeah, to answer that, I think coaching them better, be a better mentor is what I really look at. So, so do you have certain sets of practices or uh, certain criteria that you follow with your team or like a standard set or something? Uh, well, there's no uh, standard uh, operating procedure for entering or coaching. Um, the problems come uh, of a very unique character every time. Uh, whatever challenges you face at work may not be identical at most times. Uh, they would be different in nature. They would surprise you. Uh, many of the problems and challenges which come are probably first timers. You've never really witnessed it before. So I think largely to understand the entire perspective, align our thought process with the goals of the organization and then developing a solution is, 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 the, is the play. Right, that's the way to go. Um, so, so I have this question that I want to ask you, you know, I always ask this question to myself as well, you know, what do you think is the difference between marketing and selling? In your that's, own opinion? Uh, yeah, I think it's, it's a brilliant question. Uh, to my mind, selling um, transcends a product into money in plain and simple terms. So when you sell, you get money. But marketing is something which is everlasting. It helps you develop the thought process of what the customer really needs, what could be the right right, uh, uh, price point, what could be the right promotion strategy, and how we bring customer centricity in order to satisfy customer needs is what marketing is all about. So I would, I would look at it uh, uh, in this fashion. So I have a belief and I want to ask for your feedback. What do you think? Uh, so I personally, I always say this, I feel marketing is selling. The reason I'm saying is, so when we are marketing something, right? We are selling customers ideas. We are selling customers services. 
we are selling customers products. At the, at the end of the day, marketing and selling will both bring revenue to the company. You know, so I just feel they are like two parallel lines, like a train track that kind of meets right like this in the end, you know, two lines, instead of going like this, they kind of meet at a point. So, so w w what do you, what are uh, your, what do you think about? Yeah, like I, I think you uh, very, very aptly uh, mentioned that. I look at them as parallel rail tracks. So, you know, you see the train only runs on two tracks, which are parallel to each other. So my personal view is that marketing and selling are just like parallel rail tracks. They run with each other, with each other. they run along with each other. And uh, yet there is nowhere where they actually merge. Uh, each of them complements uh, the other. That's, that's the way I look at it. Wow. Um So let me ask you this. So when you wake up every morning, what drives you to go to work? What's, what motivates you? You know what, today I want to go to the office. I have these goals. I want to accomplish them. What is that, what is that thing? What's that motivating factor for yourself? I think the single largest being um, to become better than before to excel in whatever I do. How can I better my, my performance? How can I be a better human being? How can, can I be a better business leader? It's something which really motivates me. It really pushes me to the hilt to reinvent myself, to unlearn and learn and uh, expand my knowledge bank to innovate, mm -hmm. to look at things differently, to uh, accept contrarian views, uh, think logically. All of this really helps me motivate myself and pushes me to jump out of bed and kickstart my day. I think it's a very good point you brought it up because, because you know, once again, I think when the morale of people are low and when they watch someone like yourself successful and having such ambitious traits i i think this must inspire them you know this should inspire them and uh yeah absolutely i'm, I'm truly inspired by your work ethic uh, you know I, I have utmost respect for what you do um you know so what does success mean to you I know it's a very, very generic, broad question, but what's the definition of success for yourself? I think the way I look at it, success uh, is possibly a situation where you start giving back to the society. I mean, that's the way I look at it. It's a very relative subject. Or someone's success could be to become a billionaire. So someone's success could be to scale Mount Everest. For someone, success could be swimming through the English Channel. Uh, I believe uh, on my personal uh, 
note, I think success, the best form of success is when you start giving back to the society and help bring a radical change, bring a change that could better lives of people, uh, bring a change which, which makes um, uh, our Mother Earth a better place to live in. I, I would uh, uh, rate, I would rate success uh, that way. So that being said, what are your goals? Where do you see us, yourself right now in the next three to five years? Based on the, you know, your principles, your ethics, um, where do you see yourself? Uh, I think first to become a better mentor. Uh, that is some, something I can, uh, I've been really trying to do. Second could be uh, to build stronger connection, to build a strong connection uh, with people who I know, uh, to connect with them uh, uh, at the emotional level, as well as uh, on a business level. And uh, to develop an ability to be adaptable in the changing landscape, I would also consider it as a goal because uh, business is changing, uh, technology is changing, uh, nothing around us is constant anymore. So in this entire change mechanism, if you could be, other than being a change agent, also become someone who can add value is, is uh, very, very, I think it's, uh, I would really take it as my goal. And uh, of course, do enough research and diversify my knowledge is what I, these four goals are really doing. Yeah, it's goal. uh, so based in your 20 years of experience, if I wanted to ask you, could you tell me one of the biggest challenges and how did you overcome in your sales career? So I spent about 16 years in media. Okay. And there was a time when I realized that uh, I needed to reinvent myself. I needed to change my gears. I needed to learn more. Uh, uh, as you say, you know, my yearning for learning was increasing by each passing day. That was the time, but I was also scared of, of you know, getting into industry, which is not only world's second largest industry after oil and gas, but also to uh, excel uh, in the new environment. That initially came as, as a threat and a challenge, uh, but I believe, uh, you know, I'd like to extend my honest gratitude to my team who's worked relentlessly, uh, very, very hard with me we worked tirelessly, uh, and I think we've achieved uh, quite a bit of success, even during pandemic, the global pandemic, when the world, the companies were shutting down and 
cutting costs and uh, going through a unprecedented phase. We as an organization turn around the tables and uh, done the balance sheets like never before. So I also believe that with every crisis comes an opportunity and having to live with this moment was, I believe, a learning for a lifetime. Very interesting. Uh, so my last question, I know you're, you're short on time here. Uh, for the upcoming salespeople who are watching this podcast, or for any professionals who are upcoming in their career and want to excel, what is your message to them? Love what you do, do what you love. As simple as that. That's why they say, if you love what you do, you don't work a day in your life. Absolutely. Well, Mr. Rohit, this has been just an honor for me. Uh, I personally, personally, I learned a lot from you. I actually took down some notes as well, especially of the qualities of the sales uh, people that we mentioned. Um, thanks for sharing your knowledge, your wisdom, your love for what you do, uh, telling us about yourself. And, uh, you know, I'm just very grateful for, I appreciate you for taking the time. I know it's late there and coming on this podcast. So personally, it means a lot to me. And I just, I'm just humbled and honestly very grateful, you know, that I had this opportunity to have you on the podcast. Thank you, uh, thank you, Sid. I uh, I feel extremely privileged uh, when you invited me uh, on your podcast. I really felt initially that I I really don't deserve to be in this platform, but I believe. Uh, it's it's a matter of great honor and pride for me to be part of your show. Uh, you're doing some amazing piece of work, uh, and I watch you very very closely. Uh, you built uh, a very very strong legacy already. So, I believe uh, knowledge seeking is also knowledge sharing. Uh, I've always believed in this theory, and with you, it's uh, absolutely the same. So thank you for giving me this opportunity. Uh, thank you for inviting me on your show. Uh, I can't thank you enough for, uh, uh, for this privilege you've extended. Thank you, the pleasure is mine. Guys, thanks so much for watching. Uh, stay tuned for more episodes. Once again, our guest, Mr. Rohit Lamba and myself, Sid. Have a good night, everyone. Take care, bye-bye. Thank you, bye.